What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Bad Flipped. Woo! It is episode 35. And hell yeah. We missed last week's episode. That's fine. Um, you know, due to just some scheduling conflicts, as we had all of last season, as we explained in the first episode. But it's all good. What's going on over there, Aaron? Yeah, man. Not much. Looking at some sports. Yeah, so for those of you who uh, listened to us for the first time last episode, uh, I am Derek. I'm Aaron. I, I did not explain that last time. To my left is Aaron. Hello. And uh, we're just a couple of guys who like to sit around and talk about baseball. Still. Yeah, so we're, we're going we're gonna to hop right into the World Baseball Classic Tournament. Hell yeah. It has been a fantastic tournament so far. Uh, we're very close to the final round in Miami, which the U.S. has secured a spot in after a 14-2 to two win. Yeah. Tonight. And tomorrow, this is Sunday night on uh, March 19th. Tomorrow night on March 20th. It will be Japan and Mexico, and I'm looking forward to that game. But let's talk a yeah, little bit. Be a good game. Let's talk a little bit about some of this, some of these pools, man. Uh, what was your biggest surprise in the tournament? Um, hmm. I, I mean, I would say overall, my biggest surprise is that the DR is already out. Yeah, that was a surprise. I was kind of um, surprised. I was kind of surprised, but that Puerto Rico team was no joke. Yeah, they were super good. Um, Japan's undefeated. I was, uh, I mean, not necessarily surprised, but just impressed. But at the same time, like, they don't have a lot of uh, challenge, I guess. Yeah, that, that but, pool B was relatively weak. I mean, Korea is a good team. But my biggest surprise also came out of Pool B, and that was Australia going three oh. and one and advancing, even though they lost to Cuba in the quarterfinal round. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. I said it in that first podcast that we did about this, that watch out for Australia because they're sneaky good. Yeah, definitely. You, you don't know most of those guys on that team, and I don't either, but they Some always crazy ass seem, Australians. Yeah, they always seem to show up and, and play baseball. The other surprise to me that was huge was uh, the Czech Republic got a win. Mm -hmm. And they, because they won that game, automatically qualify for the 2026 World Baseball Classic. Yeah. They don't have to play the qualifier games. Great Britain is in for 2026 as well. Yep. That's crazy to me. Nicaragua, Colombia, China, and uh, Taiwan, a.k.a. Chinese Taipei, will all have to re-qualify. Yeah. And you wouldn't think that because Chinese Taipei is a pretty good team. China's usually pretty good also. And obviously Colombia, like I can't believe that they have yeah. to requalify. <laughs> they, right. they were a really good team. Yes. And I'm surprised they only won once. Yeah. There was definitely some surprises um, as far as overall, uh, just the way everything shook out. Um, I've been relatively impressed by us's pitching relatively is kind of loose, but they know they're going to give up runs no matter what their offense is just insanely good. Yeah. I was, 
Um, Adam Wainwright and Lance Lynn are obviously not the guys that they were five, 10 years ago. Adam Wainwright had a rough, rough first inning this tonight. He walked in the first run of the game, but it turned out out of it really good. Yeah. It turned out it didn't matter because he kind of just did his thing. And Adam Wainwrighted himself through the fourth. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see who pitches the championship game. Uh, I think they got to go with Lynn. How many pitches did he throw the other night? Because after you, if he threw more than fifty pitches, he can't. I don't know how many pitches he mm-hmm. threw. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to look on that and see. But yeah, I'm looking forward. It's an Otani pitched uh, against Cuba, or not Cuba. He pitched in the quarterfinal round, so I don't think he's going to pitch tomorrow in their in in their qualifier to get to the final. But they still have really good pitching. I mean, you Darvish is still on that team. Who's yeah. Who's kind of been hit and miss, but I always have to remind myself too, that it's the middle of March and it's the middle of spring. Yeah, training they're, still. they're not even <laughs> close to mid season form. I think that I, I, so I said this before and I don't know if I told you this, but I thought that if the U S could get through Venezuela, last night that yeah. they were probably going to win the tournament. Cause I think Venezuela was next to Japan and Puerto Rico, the next best team, especially because they went rough shot through. I don't know. Japan, Japan scares me. I think if us goes back up against Mexico, I think they can win, but yeah, if they play them again, I think that yeah. they'll win. Um, but Japan is pretty terrifying. Still trying to find how many pitches Lance Lynn threw the other night, <laughs> but it can't be Wayne Wright, right? Because he threw a lot. Um, they could start, they could start um, the kid on the Royals. They could start Brady Singer, but the problem yeah. is, for me, in that one game that I saw him pitch, he had no idea where the ball was going. Right, and he terrifies me if he ends up. <laughs> That's being just the a starter. big game. They got to make sure they go with the right guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Brady Singer is supposed to be pretty damn good, though. Yeah, like I said, I think that he's a he's gonna be good at some point. I think he's still super young, and he just needs <clears throat> needs a little more time, right? And yeah. the problem is this right here, and a lot of people are saying we'll get into the injuries that have happened in this week uh, in in a minute here, but there's a lot of people are saying that this tournament shouldn't be played in spring training. It should be played, you know, halfway through the season after, you know, near the all-star break, they should do it. Cause then everybody's in mid season form and they can get a better product on the field. I don't care. The product, the games have all been really good. The games have been great. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of people are saying that this is quote unquote, a meaningless tournament that has no bearing on this and that. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I see that. Right. It has no bearing on the major league season, but if it were a right. meaningless tournament, did you see the stat that was like 46% of Jap- Japanese households were watching their game? It's massive for the, just the country's exposure. Yeah. When they were, when they played that game against Australia to move to Miami, like 46% of Japanese households are watching that game. Over 60% of Mexico households yeah. were watching their game. This is not meaningless. Right. And you look at countries like Great Britain and all of that, where they're really trying to show 
that that country loves baseball and and grow the sport in that country this these tournaments are massive for that so Lance Lynn pitched uh, last night right against Cuba no that was tonight that would have been against Venezuela that's right I mean I've I've got the box score pulled up right here let me see if I can find how many pitches he threw Lance Lynn threw I finally found it I forgot he was the one that pitched against uh, Venezuela. Oh my goodness. I'm looking at the box score and he does not have his pitch count in it. <laughs> uh, he says he threw four innings, four hits, two earned runs, one walk, 16 batters faced, but it does not have his pitch count. That is unbelievable. 58. His pitch count was 58. 58. Okay, so he will not be able to pitch yeah. in the finals. Great. Because that would, well, yeah, he'd need four days rest, which would put him available to pitch on March uh, 23rd. Yeah. <laughs> so the final is he is out Tuesday. Well, so, shit. So let's see. I'm going to find who else can start on that. I mean, as far as the roster. Um, yeah, it, it's really Wainwright, Lynn. Is Bard a reliever? He's a starter. Who? Daniel Bard? No, he was the one who hit uh, two way the other night. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> hmm. I don't know. So it might be kind of a, a bullpen game. You just kind of feel the flow out of how it's going to go. Yeah. I think Japan does have a good starter that they can throw tomorrow. I don't know who it's going to be yet. I don't think they've announced it yet. But they do have obviously Otani's going to be hitting. Uh but like I don't know if you've watched much of much of their games, but like I've watched pretty much every game they played. Japan. And they yeah, they are just a hitting machine. Yeah, they are. Like they they cannot they can't not be <laughs> on offensive powerhouse right they're so good oh definitely and i mean you know you've got otani hitting third in that order i texted you the other day that the red Sox have a winner in um yoshida masataka yoshida i tried to draft him we'll talk about it we we're both playing final we're both playing fantasy baseball and against each other in the same league. And I was about to draft Yoshida and he was taking two picks ahead of when I was going to draft. Oh. I was so mad, but uh, it's all right though. He's, he's a stud. You've got Lars Newtbar who has never until the, this tournament has never set foot in Japan, but the dude is a fan favorite. I don't know if you've seen like their games. No. When when he is up, I mean he it's like he's played in Japan his whole entire life. The fans love him. <laughs> That's great. The fans love him. The everybody's got their song, and uh, I've heard the translation of his song, and I can't remember what it is right now. But like they they just love him. He's done. He started like the whole pepper grinder thing when they all get a hit. Like yeah. everyone like grinds the pepper yeah. or whatever. So that's cool. Uh, they they're just they're just good, man. Uh, they're I don't I I think that. They're going to get through Mexico, who, surprisingly, again, uh, I did not expect they them. Just, they looked super dominant. I, yeah, but I did not expect them to be the team to get out of the U.S. pool. I right. thought it was going to be Colombia. Right. But Mexico has been surprisingly good. 
and I hope that tomorrow's game is is awesome. Um, I tell I told you this too. I said if the U.S. happens to lose to Cuba or at any point, I'm all in on Team Japan. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I hope that they lay the wood to Mexico tomorrow, and it's going to be a great tournament, great game, and a and a great great <laughs> rematch of the 2017 World Baseball Classic Finals between the U.S. Yeah. and Japan. Yeah, I think either way. Uh, either way this shakes out, it's going to be a really good final game. Um, so I'm excited, excited to watch that and see what comes of it. All right, let's see here. I don't know. I'm looking at their roster, but I don't know who is starting pitchers for Japan. Um, but you got to know that they're going to put somebody out there who's going to be who's going to who's going to throw heat. Uh, Otani in his last start, I think they clocked him at like 102. Jesus. Uh I know that he's not throwing Again, still early in yeah. the year. <laughs> and I know he's he's not obviously being asked to throw 7 innings because of the pitch restrictions um right. in in the World Baseball Classic. This round you can throw up to 80 pitches, I believe. Yeah. And in the final championship game, they'll be able to throw up to 95, so yep. I don't think anybody's going to get there. To be totally honest with no, you, no, I don't. They're not going to want those. That's where teams probably are going to have restrictions because they don't. Teams won't even let their players throw that far into games. I do this think. Early. I do think that the Japanese team has about four or five players that could legitimately play in the big leagues right now. Yeah, uh, and I'll it tell. It seems you like who, it's always that way. And I'll tell you who they are: Shugamaki. That dude can rake. Uh, he's an infielder. Uh, Munataka Murakami, another just dude who just hits the cover off the ball. And I really like Tatsudo Yamada. I don't think he's played a ton in this tournament, but the dude is good too. I mean, they, there's some legit players mm. uh, that they have that can that can definitely play in the big leagues right now, I do believe. But we're kind of good. We're going to get to that here. We're going to see how good they are when they play against the U.S. on Tuesday night, provided that they win tomorrow. Yeah. So, still talking about the classic, let's talk about some of these injuries that have happened so far in the tournament. The first one, and probably the biggest, came after Puerto Rico beat the DR, was Edwin Diaz destroying his knee, tore it up, tore the patella tendon in his knee, six to eight month recovery time. They're saying six months is optimistic which would put him out until like the last week of September. And I think if the Mets happen to make the playoffs and his knee can be rehabbed as much as possible and get it up to strength, he could come back if the Mets make the playoffs a la Kyle Schwarber in the world series in 2016. But I think that he's lost for the season. I don't think he's going to Yeah, definitely. Um, and this kind of goes back to the, oh, why is this? Why is he getting hurt in a meaningless game? These team owners aren't going to let their player, their star players go play in these tournaments, yada, yada, yada. There was a quote from. I mean, there is always that chance. But. Right. But I mean, obviously, he's not going to be jumping around celebrating after a spring training game. But <laughs> it's it's one of those things right. where and I hate this kind of argument, like you could get hurt walking down the street. You know, no, no, right. But he could have torn his knee landing on a pitch. Right. Right. Like he could have torn his knee. I mean, you've seen lots of injuries 
over the years of pitchers just getting hurt throwing a pitch. It doesn't necessarily have to be during a celebration, right? But in this case, it was. And again, I don't remember who said the quote. It was. It might have. I'm not even going to speculate. But there was a player that said some of these players that are playing in this tournament will never get the chance to play in a World Series. So this yeah. tournament is their the real quote unquote World Series is what this player said, right? Right. And they don't get to play in these super pressure cooker situations like this. All stars all over the field for both teams, right? You get the big strikeout. You strike out the side in this game, knock out the fa- tournament favorites and jumping on the side, you know, jumping off the mound or whatever, tears his knee up, carried off the field, gets in a wheelchair and it comes out the next day. Like I said, he, his patella tendon is torn, needed surgery. And, and that is it. See you later. Bye. Then last night, Jose Altuve gets hit by a pitch from Daniel Bard, who we were talking about yep. a second ago. Um, broken thumb out 10, eight to 10 weeks. Again, to me, getting hurt with a broken thumb, getting hit by a pitch does not necessarily have anything to do with the situation that he was in playing in this tournament. Because yeah, that's, that's again, something that could happen any game. Right. Again, it is the middle of spring training. Any minor league pitcher who's up for minor league camp could hit you on the hand. Right. Right. And it just happened to be him the Edwin, tonight. The Edwin Diaz thing. I, I understand the argument as far as what the hell, like, what was he doing? This is gonna, this is gonna, it could potentially affect what teams allow from their players. But uh, yeah, it, other just run-of-the-mill injuries that can't really... That's just part of the possibility of the game. I mean, you saw it with... I don't remember who it was. Somebody, I think, uh, was a pitcher a few years ago, tore his knee up doing PFPs, pitcher fielding practice. Yeah. That's where, for those of you who don't know what that is, that's where in spring training, the pitcher is running over to cover first base, right? And yep. and you could literally tear your knee up doing that. So I'm not saying, again, I mean, it's an it's a injury related to the celebration. I think that personally for me as more of a quote-unquote baseball purist, I love this tournament. I love that there's a lot of emotion in the tournament and all that, but sometimes it can get a little out of hand. And this... Yeah. I'm not saying that this celebration got out of hand, but if it was just, uh, you know, not celebrating like they walked off game seven of the world series kind right. of thing, but it's something to though, tear it, it, this, turn this it down tournament is something like, and I've, I've heard some of the interviews from the players talking about how they, they're honored to wear their, their country across their chest and that's it's got them fired up and hyped up and oh yeah that's what could lead potentially to some injury issues i i heard something early in the tournament when i was listening to you know some of the japanese games and they say that the goal for a lot of these kids coming up in japan is not to play in NPB, not to play in major league baseball. It's not to play in professional baseball really at all. Right. Their goal growing up is to be able to play for Samurai Japan, the national team. So it means a lot for these players to get the chance to play for their country. Oh yeah. Uh, Going back to where I was going before 
tonight, Nolan Arenado got hit on the hand by a pitch. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, he did. Uh, I don't. He was taken out of the game. I don't think there's been any updates, but it looked like he kind of got hit on the back of the hand. So he may be injured. He may not. I haven't seen any updates, but he did get hit on the hand tonight. So again, Maybe something that happens all the time in yeah. spring training. Players yeah. getting hit by pitches. So, um, that's just a possibility, regardless. Absolutely. So, rest of luck, and hopefully these guys can recover quickly. I hope that it doesn't really affect too much in the regular season. But I'm looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to this tournament being over, but I'm looking forward to the championship game on Tuesday because it's going to yeah. be crazy fun, crazy awesome, and. uh if I didn't have to coach my daughter's t-ball team, I would totally find a way to watch it with you. But I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> oh God, they have practice. Yeah. So that's the other thing is I kind of forgot that it's, it's supposed the, to be like rain. Oh, snowing. Yeah. So I keep forgetting that it's the middle of March because legitimately it's still snowing like crazy up here uh, where we're at in Northern Nevada. We've had terrible weather for the past two months. I think we've had five or six days of sunlight. The rest yeah. of the time it's been raining or snowing. It's ass. So the little quick little tangent here, the County has closed off the little league fields that we're supposed to be playing on. So we are practicing at livestock event center. Really? Yes. Wow. So anyway, that's how that's going to go. How did they um, Shadow mountain is closed. Wow. City is closed. Shadow mountain. So when I have softball practice on flooded. Wednesday night, we're going to golden Eagle. So that's open, but yeah, we're, we're not, we're not playing the shadow for a little while. I, I don't, honestly even know uh what's going on with that when that's going to happen it needs wow, to stop it, so it must just be because everything's flooded yeah it needs to stop being i mean we all need the water obviously but i'm kind of over it now mm-hmm. we need some sun and and it's still the high temperatures here are still in the 30s like we normally around this yeah, time it's of supposed year to it's, be like a high of 50 it's, it's close to it's close to 70 normally by about now yeah. this time of year but anyway Rather we irritating yeah we're we're gonna jump into our Divisional breakdowns. We're going to continue on. Last time we did the American League and National League West divisions. Aaron had some ice cold takes, which are terrible. Uh, no, uh, I told you, though, I put 50 bucks down with another friend that the Giants are going to finish in last. <laughs> so on those notes, a quick little injury note, because it's the Giants. Uh, Mitch Hanniger has an oblique strain and may miss the first three or four months of the year, which would be terrible. Uh, They still say they're optimistic for him to make opening day with an oblique though. It's like two months at least. Anyway, American league central. What you got, Aaron? What do you got on that one? Mm, I never know with this division because It's, it's, the American League Central to me is one of the weaker divisions in baseball. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. But because of that, it's a very entertaining division to watch. Yeah, you got like Cleveland. they always they always beat up on each other because the top to bottom team like you probably have an 8 game swing yeah. from top to bottom. Um I I don't know. Like I want to I want to root for the White Sox as far as from a roster standpoint, they should be good. I thought they would be last year. Uh, so, but they're just, they're not. Um, I think I still might pick them to be my number one in this division. 
And then I would say Twins, Guardians, Royals, Tigers. But um, the Royals are obviously trying to kind of repeat what they did when they won the World Series last time as far as just grow from within the um, within the franchise, within all of the levels that they have and just get build this bond and, and build the team up. It seems like they're just going through that again, but they've got some good players. Yeah, obviously yeah, they do. like they Moncada. have a lot of depth, a lot of young depth. Yeah. That- like they have Moncada, Tim Anderson. Um, they've got uh, Andrew Benintendi just signed with them. Luis Robert. I mean, they're, they're not a bad team. I was talking about the Royals. Just oh, now. sorry. I thought you were still talking about the White Sox. You're good. Uh, I shifted but, to the Royals. But but. The, but the Royals do have a really good team. If you've been watching uh, Mexico, MJ Melendez yeah. is a stud. Yeah. And he is a, <laughs> I drafted him. or No, I did not draft him. I was about to draft him, and he got taken too. Another one of those players. But he's a, an outfielder and a backup catcher. Guy's pretty fast. I mean, he's a good hitter. So he's a guy to, to watch also. Still have Salvador Perez, who for some reason just remembered how to play baseball last year. Yeah. But I think they're a pretty good team. Uh, what, was your, what was your final uh, order there, sir? Sorry, White Sox. I, was, I said uh, White Sox, Twins, Guardians, Royals, Tigers. Okay. I think I'm, I'm different from you for sure. Um, I think Cleveland is going to win that division. And that's kind of an easy pick because they won it last year. Yeah. But I look at their team. They still have Shane Bieber. They still have, um, who's that other, they have another uh, really good pitcher. They have Emmanuel Classe, who's probably aside from Edwin Diaz, the best closer in the game. Yeah, that's true. They've got a strong bullpen. I I think that that Cleveland is going to win that division. Um, Andres Jimenez is a star second baseman who was seriously overlooked um, all-star last year. I don't know their whole roster, but you know, they're, they're, they're a good team. So I would put them first for me. It's going to be either the twins or the white Sox in second place. I'll, I'll probably lean towards the white Sox in second place for all the reasons we talked about before. I like, I'll put the twins in third. Carlos Correa can, is to me the X factor in that division. Him, yeah. Max Kepler, um, Miguel Sano. I mean, they, they still have some really good players. They do. I think that they're going to come up a little bit short. I think they're light on pitching. And then give me the Royals and then give me the Tigers. Yeah. Four or five. Um, the Tigers are on the up, though. It would not surprise me if they finished better than last place. Um, like I said, it's, it's, it's a toss-up between that, that those division, two teams at the bottom. Yeah, that division from first place to last place is usually 10 to 15 games. So it, it yeah, could go, <laughs> it could go any order. Right. Uh, going back to what we did last time, looking at the projections from fan graphs, they have Cleveland first 83 and 79. And if you're only four games above 500 winning the division again, like I said, when we started this, this is, this <laughs> is the weakest division in baseball. They have a 57% playoff prediction and a 50% chance to win the division. Minnesota second place at 80 and 82. Definitely Jesus. not going to make the wild card with the, with a record like that. Um, 
Then they go Chicago White Sox at 74 and 88. Tigers 71 and 91. And then the Royals one game behind at 70 and 92. So you look at that, that's a 13 game spread from first to last. Right. So it's not that's definitely the most accurate thing from them. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Jose Ramirez is also still on the Guardians as well. <clears throat> but Jose Ramirez. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Benintendi does make the White Sox a little bit better in the outfield. But he's always, to me, and as a fan of the Red Sox and um, having watched the Royals a lot, to me, he's always been a very, very good defender, but not a great hitter. So defensively, he makes them better, but offensively, I don't think he adds much. But, you know, the Royals do have some good players. So, again, I mean, 13 games is not much when it comes to the ground scheme <laughs> right. of things from first place to last place. Right. Moving over to the NL Central, we have the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Pirates. I'm doing this from memory. memory. Cubs, Cardinals, Pirates. Um, uh-oh. Brewers and Reds. Oh, Brewers and Reds. There you go. I was trying to think. I wanted to say Braves really bad, but they're in the East, obviously. I like in the Central, the Cardinals to win the division. Yep. To me, they're not the best team in the National League by any stretch of the imagination. If you put them in any other division, they probably finish third. Yeah. But they still have the MVP from last year, Paul Goldschmidt. They still have Nolan Arenado. 35-year-old rock star. They have Tyler O'Neill. They have Lars Newtbar. Yeah. They have stars on that team. But they're just they're they're kind of going through that that phase that the and this is gonna be a bad analogy in my opinion, but they're kind of going through that phase that the Dodgers went through between 2010 and 2014 where they're still a competitive team and they're still good enough to win the division, but they can't go, but they're not rebuilding the team. Right. They, they have not had a complete blow up and rebuild as long as I can remember. Yeah. Literally ever. Right. Maybe after 2011, but they're, they're good. They're a good enough team to win that division. I think I'm going to go Brewers. Number two. Yeah for no reason then I don't trust any other team in that division. Uh, the pirates are the pirates. They're going to finish in last place. You put the Cubs in third and the reds in fourth. That's where I'm at with that division. I would just flip the reds and the pirates. Oh, you think the reds are going to finish last? Yeah. I mean, the pirates are an interesting team. They've got some talent. They got McCutcheon again. That, that kid O'Neill Cruz is a star. McCutcheon's good enough for fourth place. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, but I don't know. Let's, let's pull up the fan graphs chart here. They have it's East. All right. They have the Cardinals at 91 and 71. Hey, this is exactly the way that I said it. Cardinals 91 and 71 running away with the division. The Brewers at 83 and 79, eight games back in second. Cubs in third at 78-84. Reds fourth, 70 and 92. Pirates fifth, 68 and 94. Sorry, 70 and 92. And then the Pirates, 68 and 94. The Pirates' problem is they just don't have any talent outside of, like, Brian Reynolds 
and O'Neill Cruz. Yeah, and they're fucking hanging on to Brian Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's God's greatest gift. I mean, he is good. He is. But at the same time, look at what you could get back for him. I mean, the Cubs added a couple of players. Dansby Swanson, yep. definitely a defensive upgrade. Again, yeah. kind of along the lines of Benintendi. He's a better hitter than Benintendi, but he's definitely not a great hitting shortstop. He is good, but he's not an elite hitter. Correct. He is a great defender. Yes. And they did add Jamison Tyon as a pitcher as well. Yep. But there's still questions in that bullpen. I like Nico Horner. I like Ian Happ. I like a lot of the players the Cubs have. They're just not there yet, right? Yeah, they're just building back. So, do you have anything else you wanted to add onto these divisional predictions here? Not really. Um, I feel like both of those divisions are just kind of going to be the same as last year. Yeah. Um, which is just, I don't think not very exciting. I don't think anybody really got better and there really isn't a whole lot of teams that got worse in that division. It's kind of the same old story. Yep. So like I said before, uh, we're going to move on to our, our fantasy league. We got eight teams in the fantasy league. I have a team. Aaron has a team. And then I have six other guys, um, from, Five of them are from work, and then one of them is just a, a buddy of mine. We did our draft last night. Aaron had to miss it, but he still auto-drafted a pretty good team. Who are some of the highlights I that got you lucky. got on your team? Let's take a look-see. Uh, I mean, this guy, Freddie Freeman. Oh, yeah, you got that guy. pretty good. Uh, Jazz Chisholm, Devers, Tim Anderson, CJ Crone, Jose Pena, who I'm actually pretty stoked about that. Yeah. Um, you did text me the other day that Acuna you're... Jr., uh, Luis Robert, uh, Jake McCarthy, Tyler O'Neill, Ian Hat, Jonathan India, Ryan Mountcastle, Rowdy Teles, shout out Elk Grove, California, uh, Cattell Marte. He, he carried you at... guys a couple of years ago. Huh? He carried your team a couple of years yeah. ago. Cattell Marte, uh, I'm, I had him on... <clears throat> excuse me, on my fantasy team a couple years back, and he got hurt, but when he wasn't hurt, he carried me a lot. I had the eighth pick, so this is a serpentine draft, so I picked very last in round one, which meant I had the first pick in round two. Because I had back-to-back picks, I had to draft a lot of players way earlier than I wanted to, to make sure I got them, because I had you know, 15 picks between my second pick and my next pick. And I was like, this guy's not going to be here. Uh, I took JT real Muto in like the third round. I was not planning on drafting him that early, (laughs) but I knew he wasn't going to be there. And this is, this is an offense only league. There's no pitching at all. So I was purely on offense. And right now catching in the big leagues, there are no really good offensive catchers except for JT Romuto. Yeah. So I had to draft him when I did. I, I, I got Paul Goldschmidt. Um, I got Jimenez from Cleveland. I got Matt Chapman. I'm not super excited about that, but I needed a third baseman. I waited way too long to draft a third baseman. Mm. And I ended up getting Chapman. I took Carlos Correa, Christian Walker, Bo Bichette, George Springer, Teoscar Hernandez. I feel like pretty good about my outfielder or my outfield, right? Springer, Teoscar Hernandez, Brian Reynolds. 
and Michael Conforto, I'm kind of just, he's the only giant that I drafted. There were a lot other. I'm so proud of you. There were a lot of other players that guys that were taking giants and I'm like, I only took one. So anyway, I, I took Michael Conforto to have a bounce back year. I lucked out and nobody picked Otani before me. So I got Otani. I got Sean Murphy. Or yeah. Sean Murphy, the catcher for the Braves. So I got yep. two catchers. <laughs> So I felt pretty good about that. I took Andrew Vaughn, who is on the White Sox. Really good player there. Ty France. I took Luis Arise just because I know he's not going to hit a lot of home runs. I know he's not going to get a lot of RBIs, but he's going to tear the cover off the ball where it comes to batting average and singles, which and total hits, which are stats that are tracked. So I took him late. I took Brandon Drury, and I also took Justin Turner. So I feel yeah. like my team is pretty good. There's a, a few guys that texted me after they were like, I'm not so sure I like my team. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's cool. I, I enjoy playing fantasy baseball. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people do because you almost have to check your lineup. I every like the day. hitters only concept. Yeah. Uh, it's not like fan. I keep wanting to say that it's not like fantasy football where you set your lineup on like Thursday and you set it and forget it. Like with yeah. baseball, you kind of have to check it every day because if someone's sitting out or someone gets hurt, you got to swap them out, you know, but you can, I can usually do it in about five or 10 minutes and you get notifications if you're somebody in your lineup isn't playing that day. So it's cool. I, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, my first matchup, I, I know I play against you pretty soon, but it's not against you. But, uh, it, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. So I yeah, was getting excited. I totally was going to bring uh, I have a, I have a book of, of um, this day in baseball history and I was going to bring it over. I totally forgot. So my bad know. on that, my bad on that one. So this one's going to be a little bit shorter of a podcast. I think we're only running it about 40 minutes, but I it's mean, I don't really have three, anything else to talk about. Do you, do you have anything that you want to bring up? Um, not really. Um, we are working on getting. Oh, uh, surprise. Surprise. Well, yeah. A secret guest. Yeah. Well, we're working on getting more guests overall. Um, just, you know, bring a little bit of, bring a little bit of life and excitement to, to the podcast that we understand it can get kind of boring and drawn out when it's just two of us talking just about sports. Well, know, especially spice I mean, it up a little bit. Each of us but. knows some people that played baseball professionally at some yeah. point. Yeah. Um, I've got about three or four guys I could talk to about being on here. You've got a couple as well, including somebody who happened to be on the 2004 Red Sox World Series team. Yeah, man. Um, we we got to try to get that guy on here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's fun. We we enjoy talking about baseball. I'm so excited that um that we're only 10 days away from opening day. Spoiler alert slash hashtag surprise. I will be going to Oakland to watch Otani pitch yeah, on opening day yourself. next Thursday. I'll be, I don't know where we're sitting, but um, I got the invite for my brother. So thanks to him for that. It was, that's going to be so much fun. I've never been to opening day in a major league park. I've been to two or three with the aces, but it's never quite the same as being at a major league opening day. Yeah. Um, just like being at a major league playoff game was totally different from being at a aces playoff game. <laughs> right. 
even though both of them were fun, it was just uh, it's a totally different atmosphere. Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm excited just for the season to start. I got a um, March Madness bracket that I'm doing with some of the guys at work that I just keep checking. Um, I'm up to fifth place in it. Um, so I'm not trying to get my hopes up, but uh, it's a pretty decent payout if I'm able to win. Um, so we'll see. That'd be pretty nice, though. So I'm checking uh, Trade Rumors website right now. Five seconds ago was an update uh, to Nolan Arenado. And apparently, Yoan Mankata was also injured in that game. Says he is day-to-day with a bruised rib, as the White Sox announced during the game. Uh, Mankato had suffered a con- uh, The manager, Armando Johnson of Cuba, told reporters after the game that Mankata had suffered a concussion, but nope. Bob Nightingale said that he did not have a concussion. Hmm. Arenado x-rays were negative on his hand and the Cardinal third baseman appeared to be relatively good spirits. That's good. Um, Arenado during the regular season said he would have fought to, or sorry, let me re- rephrase that. Mark DeRosa told ESPN's Marley Rivera and other reporters post game that Arenado quote would have fought me on staying in the game. Had the score not been so lopsided. <laughs> Probably literally would have fought him. So, um, Moncada's probably, well, obviously they, he is done because Cuba's out. Yeah. But the white Sox say that here, they're going to keep him out of the lineup for a few days to make sure that he's okay. And we don't know if Arenado's going to play in the championship game. Good news though. Bobby Witt jr. Could probably step in and play third base if they need. Yep. Uh, but, or Tim Anderson maybe could slide over who knows, uh, Trey Turner could probably play third. So they've got some options at third base if Arenado can't go. Yeah. Um, where has Pete Alonzo been? Non-existent. Yeah. I was so excited for him to be on that team, and he just hasn't done anything uh, yeah. note. I do have to say, though, because I missed this when we were talking earlier about it, Trey Turner is playing is out, fucking of, rock star, dude. out of his mind. Yeah. He's out there swinging his dick I, like a three-run homer. Everybody who's boss. Two run, two homer game tonight, including a three-run homer. Hit a grand slam last, last night. Last night, yeah. He's got. I think they said he has fifteen or sixteen plate appearances, and he has nine RBIs. Yeah, it's he's, unbelievable. He's playing retardedly right now. It's, and the broadcasters were talking about. It's like, man, if he shows up like this for the Phillies, that's going to be three hundred plus million well spent because yeah. the dude can play baseball. <laughs> yeah, he was just the bargain of the year. Yeah. Man, Trey Turner, I, I'm not a Phillies fan, but I might have to uh, watch some Phillies games just because he's oh, playing. 100%. Uh, I can tell you right now that I'll be watching a lot of Blue Jays games this year because they look like the most fun team on paper. Like they were, they're they giving me 2015 vibes. Oh. That team was great. Yeah. Um, Shout out Jose Batista. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, speaking of, I told you this the other day. But T-Mobile's giving away MLB. Dot, hashtag not sponsored on this, by the way. T-Mobile's giving away MLB Network or MLB.TV, not MLB Network. I still can't get that, by the way. I hope that YouTube TV figures it out, gets it back on the air before opening day. But T-Mobile's giving away MLB.TV again this year. So if you have T-Mobile, it comes in the T-Mobile Tuesdays app on March 30th through April 3rd. Also included with that is the MLB premium app so you get live radio broadcasts and all this stuff 
and new. Again, this is not sponsored. This is just because it's so awesome that we get to have this. New for this year, minor league baseball included in the MLB.tv package. So if I end up getting a VPN, which I'm thinking about doing, I could watch Aces games on my phone. I could watch Rivercats games on my phone. I could watch all, I could watch any, you know, if I'm, oh man, there's a, there's a player on a rehab assignment or whatever that I know about. That's good. Yeah. I could, I could flip it on and I could watch minor league baseball. Tune I know a lot of people, whatever. a lot of people don't like watching minor league baseball because it's not major league baseball, but some of the best baseball you'll watch is minor league baseball. It's great. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's this a different is, type of competitiveness. And this is obviously coming from someone who's had minor league baseball in their city for 14 years now. But I mean, how great is it to go to a baseball game for like $12? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> And it's usually pretty good weather. The food's cheapish. Yeah. Not as expensive. I mean, overall, it's overall. It's, it's a, a great time. experience. If you, I mean, I don't know where a lot of our listeners, I'm sure a lot of them are in Reno, but yeah, they're if, here. if you have a minor league baseball team to watch within, I don't know, an hour from you, definitely go watch it. Yeah. No matter what level it is. Triple A is awesome. Double A is great. A lot of people say double A baseball is the best because hmm. uh, a lot of guys a lot of guys do go straight from double A to the big leagues. Yeah. And the triple A is kind of just a, a holding pattern before you get the call from, you know, majors. But I mean, there's, there's great baseball to be had everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Right? I mean, you don't have to live in a huge city to experience a baseball game. Right. I mean, you could live in Stockton. There's a minor league team in Stockton. Yep. So anyway. Okay. Well, that's it. That's, that's it. She wrote. All right. We will be back next weekend. The last episode before opening day. Whoop, whoop. We'll do the Eastern divisions. We'll recap. It'll be old news at that point, but we'll recap the championship games for the world baseball classic. Um, also, I'm going to try to be more active on the Facebook page. Uh, I, I, if you don't know me, I do have a, a full-time job and <laughs> two kids. So I don't have a lot of time to be, you know, just casually browsing Facebook these days. But if I see something interesting or if I find a story that's awesome, I'll share it on the Facebook page. I'll try to be more active on there and make sure you follow us on Facebook at Batflip podcast. Also, uh, we are on Twitter, but I never use it cause I don't understand how to use yeah. it. And uh, we're also on Instagram, but Aaron runs that one. So it's also at Batflip podcast. And we're uh, just make sure you, you know, subscribe and like yeah. and rate and do all the things because we want to like grow this our podcast. Pages, like, check us out. Yeah. Like we said last time, we want to grow this thing into maybe something, you know, that's, that's a little bit more than 20 plays per episode. Yeah. <laughs> Share us with your friends, please. We yeah. want to, we want everyone to find out who we are and, and do this thing for, for, for a while. So yeah, show us some love. We'll talk to you guys next week and have a good, have fun watching this tournament. And the last week and a half spring training. Yep. Everybody be safe. Thanks for listening.